You're listening to the Keep Going Podcast, where we keep going after the heart of God because He's our only hope. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 14 of the Keep Going Podcast. We're in a series called A Walk Through the Proverbs. Just a note, I use the New Living Translation as my primary text because it's readable, and I don't approach these podcasts as a scholar, but as a lover of the Word who wants to share simple spiritual observations from my own daily Bible reading. Let's review the last episode in two points. Number one, Proverbs 13 tells us indolence, or the avoidance of effort, wants it all, yet gets nothing. The energetic have something to show for their lives. Number two, we discussed the ways that a godly person exhibits a life of energetic effort, which is through simple, simple daily tasks, through a kingdom assignment or ministry, and through meaningful and purposeful communication. A friend of mine collects natural artifacts. I think that's what you'd call them. She has a gorgeous nature cabinet, and displayed behind its glass front doors are all manner of things found in the natural world. Glittering geodes, the sharply arcing antlers of a doe, conches, sand dollars. There are three shelves full of this beautiful collection, God's artwork. Some of these I might have considered displaying myself, but one of her treasures surprised me. In fact, never in my life would I have thought this was such a find. She owns a few hornet's nests. The largest one is still attached to the Y-shaped tree branches, and the whole thing rests across the length of a lovely cabinet. The nest itself is at least a foot in diameter. It looks like a big grayish knot of dried mud, except there is a large chunk of the surface peeled away, and inside you can see the intricate grid of its inner cells row upon row of tiny geometric homes or rooms or storage places reveal the concentrated efforts of the hornet community. Have you ever seen anything more industrious than an insect? And by insect, I mean all bugs crawling and flying. Especially hornets, bees, and wasps. They are busy. I've tried to tell children, hey, don't scream and flail your arms everywhere when you see a wasp. They don't care that much about you. They aren't coming to attack you necessarily. They just want to make sure that you don't attack them. They're coming to check things out to see if you have anything that they can use for themselves because they're busy about what they're supposed to be busy about. So you go ahead and be pretty still and go about your own business. Let them go about theirs. Now, as I hear myself saying that out loud, I think of the power of that principle of going about your business and letting other people going about theirs. It applies to humans every bit as much as it applies to hornets. A hornet's home reflects her effort and focus. He wouldn't be able to accomplish so much if he were busy attacking others or defending himself. Let's read together. Proverbs 14. A wise woman builds her home, but a foolish woman tears it down with her own hands. Those who follow the right path fear the Lord. Those who take the wrong path despise him. A fool's proud talk becomes a rod that beats him, but the words of the wise keep them safe. 
Without oxen, a stable stays clean, but you need a strong ox for a large harvest. An honest witness does not lie, a false witness breathes lies. A mocker seeks wisdom and never finds it, but knowledge comes easily to those with understanding. Stay away from fools, for you won't find knowledge on their lips. The prudent understand where they are going, but fools deceive themselves. Fools make fun of guilt, but the godly acknowledge it and seek reconciliation. Each heart knows its own bitterness, and no one else can fully share its joy. The house of the wicked will be destroyed, but the, the tent of the godly will flourish. There is a path before each person that seems right, but it ends in death. Laughter can conceal a heavy heart, but when the laughter ends, the grief remains. Backsliders get what they deserve. Good people receive their reward. Only simpletons believe everything they're told. The prudent carefully consider their steps. The wise are cautious and avoid danger. Fools plunge ahead with reckless confidence. Short-tempered people do foolish things and schemers are hated. Simpletons are clothed with foolishness, but the prudent are crowned with knowledge. Evil people will bow before good people. The wicked will bow at the gates of the godly. Pause. The first verse of Proverbs 14 has been important to me for some time. A wise woman builds her home, but a foolish one tears her down with her own hands. The question you may be asking is how a woman or a man builds a home and how they tear it down. Obviously, that doesn't have a literal meaning. Well, as I ponder that question myself, the connection that comes to mind is 1 Thessalonians 4.11. Make it your ambition to lead a quiet life, mind your own business, and work with your hands. This goes back to the example of hornets. Let them do what they do. They're busy building their own home. Don't get too interested, too emotionally invested, too anything in the job that they're doing. Just keep doing your own. See, we stop building our own homes when we stop and take a look at the homes that others are building. The solution is not to decide to go it alone and live in isolation. That's a mistake. Verse 4 in this chapter reads, Without oxen, a stable stays clean, but you need a strong ox for a good harvest. That one can be about business, yes, and it can also be about friendships and relationships. First, let's think of kids. Have you ever cleaned your home from top to bottom while your kids were away at camp or something and then regretted for a fleeting moment that you were eventually going to have to bring your own kids home again? A home without kids stays clean, but you want your kids. The same is true for our friends. Relationships leave the walls of your heart like sticky handprints. Words misspoken or misunderstood are cracker crumbs under bare feet. Ick. Yeah, a person without any relationships sure stays clean. But you need a community to have a good life. The poor are despised even by their neighbors, while the rich have many friends. It's a sin to belittle one's neighbor. Blessed are those who help the poor. If you plan to do evil, you will be lost. If you plan to do good, you will receive unfailing love and faithfulness. Work brings profit, but mere talk leads to poverty. 
Wealth is a crown for the wise. The effort of fools yields only foolishness. A truthful witness saves lives, but a false witness is a traitor. Those who fear the Lord are secure. He will be a refuge for their children. Fear of the Lord is a life-giving fountain. It offers escape from the snares of death. A growing population is a king's glory. A prince without subjects has nothing. People with understanding control their anger. A hot temper shows great foolishness. A peaceful heart leads to a healthy body. Jealousy is like cancer in the bones. Those who oppress the poor insult their maker, but helping the poor honors him. The wicked are crushed by disaster, but the godly have a refuge when they die. Wisdom is enshrined in an understanding heart. Wisdom is not found among fools. Godliness makes a nation great, but sin is a disgrace to any people. A king rejoices in wise servants, but is angry with those who disgrace him. We spoke of a wise woman building her home, which I suggested had to do with relationships, minding your own business, working on your kingdom assignment, and living pleasantly with those around you. Being willing to invite people in, even if they make things messy, but not projecting your mess upon them. This is called love. But the verse about building the home seems to be leaning toward a feminine admonition only. That's why I'm also drawn to this verse, Proverbs 20, 28. Unfailing love and faithfulness protect the king. His throne is made secure through love. There we go. A throne indicates an assignment or a position. Perhaps it could represent our work. Both of these verses remind us that, in large part, we create and care for both our homes and our work by the focus of our energies, especially regarding our words. We should be evaluating our own tasks, not the tasks of others. Looking at others only makes us angry or irritated or jealous. In, in this chapter, we just heard that jealousy is like cancer to the bones. It takes our minds and hands away from what we should be doing. Now would be a good time to say that it behooves us to stay busy as bees, not mad as hornets. And another thing begs to be said. I keep thinking about how my friend collects hornets' nests. They are beautiful, but you can only appreciate the beauty after the sting is gone. That You can only touch them after the danger has passed. Nobody would walk close to a hornet's nest to examine it closely while it is fully occupied and in productive use, not unless that person were wearing protective covering. This is a picture of authority in community. There are times when we do have to examine the life of another believer, especially one who's under authority and in our community needs our admonition. I'm not saying live and let live like so many people want us to do these days. That's actually not healthy. What I'm saying is please refrain from approaching others without your protective covering. Prayer and the guidance of the Holy Spirit are necessary before confronting or correcting someone. And also love. Love is our protective covering and we must operate under it at all times when we speak into someone else's life. 
we don't just go off on our own and speak our own two cents into everything. We can only speak when we're led to speak for the good of another person. When we do not wear our spiritual covering, we are almost guaranteed to get stung. Trust me, I've had to learn that the hard way. And you teach me wisdom in the secret heart. Today's music is from Psalm 51 by Shane and Shane and is used with permission. I'm excited to share my latest book, Everyday Genesis, very soon. In it, I share some of the spiritual disciplines that shape me every day, and I write about them in practical, doable ways. If you want to grow in your relationship with the Lord through spiritual disciplines like prayer, fasting, silence, and meditation, please consider ordering Everyday Genesis today. And now, I pray that you will invite the Lord to search you and know your heart, test you and know your anxious thoughts, point out anything in you that offends Him, and that you will allow Him to lead you along the path of everlasting life. We'll talk soon. Until then, keep going.